Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. This podcast is sponsored by The Corinthian. The Corinthian has revolutionised Glasgow's meeting, eating, socialising and gaming scene, boasting 14 rooms spaced across five floors. This unique venue is the only one of its kind to offer a range of fantastic space, including bars, club, brasserie, meeting rooms, private dining rooms, as well as a stunning gaming room all under one roof. Preserving much of the 260-year-old Grady listed building, a former bank and high court in Merchant City, it is definitely worth a see. And if you're a member of the GGC Web Club, you can now flash your keyring in the Corinthian Brasserie to receive 20% off the a la carte menu. Hello and welcome to the GGC podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for you all. In this week's podcast I catch up with the super lovable Amber Livingston. Blogger, social star and radio presenter, Amber got her first big break in the entertainment industry on Radio Clyde after attending the Bowen Academy and working her way up to becoming a travel presenter on Clyde One's home run with Grant Thompson in 2015. Now as we enter a new decade, Amber has made this super exciting and super ballsy move to Pure Radio Scotland, where she now has her very own drive time show from 4pm to 7pm. A massive advocate for women presenters in radio, Amber's positivity and drive is very infectious. So without further ado, over to Amber. Hello Amber. Hello. Thank you so much for being on the GDC podcast. I have wanted to be on this podcast for so long. We have literally been talking about it for like a year. I know, it has been. <laughs> over here, that's the thing. I bought Laura a little journal and um, just managed oh, to get you. it to her today. And oh. I bought it for you in January 2018. That is it's so lovely though and I'm going to, I can't oh, wait 2019, to 2019, that's this year. 2019. <laughs> I was totally in total agreement. It's 2018. We're recording this podcast now in October. Yes. But we're going to be posting it a little later because you have got some exciting news which hasn't broke yet not but we're not out yet it'll be out in the open by the time the podcast amazing so (laughs) before we get to that yes let's chat all about you from the beginning how did you get into radio it's such a it's like such a showbiz job that you've got so talk (laughs) us through the process of getting into that it is quite showbiz it doesn't always feel it though um (laughs) so when I was younger basically all I wanted to be was fern cotton Okay, okay. Wanted to be fair. So she was on the radio. Yeah. She was on kids' TV. She was in magazines. She was everywhere. Yeah. And I thought, I want to be fair because she just seemed lovely. Yes. Genuine, caring, fun. She looked like she was having fun at work, but I felt like she was also making a difference. Yeah. So I say when I was a really young, I might have been maybe from the age of kind of 11, 12, I thought Fern Cotton is who I want to be. And that still sticks with me now. I love Fern. Yes. And I also love that she's using her platform positively on social media to make a change. Yes. And she talks a lot about mental health and she's just, I think she's brilliant. So I wanted to get into radio because of Fern, really. Wow, okay. Um, and I did always listen to radio when I was growing up. It was Clyde One. Yep. Real radio and Radio One. That's the exact same as me. I listened to them all. Yep. Loved them. And... I actually, it sounds quite geeky, but I was listening to the radio and I heard an advert for the Bower Academy. Okay. And I was like, what's this? So I listened in and it was saying, you get to come in to Clyde One and learn. Okay. And I thought, I need to do this. And you know, you get a gut feeling. Yeah. 
And so I was in my sixth year at high school. I went to Colsaith Academy. And I phoned my mum that day and I was like, I've just heard an advert, I need to do it. Now my mum went through it all with me. I wanted to do horse riding, I wanted to go to drama school, and you know, nothing sticks. Okay. She, but she said I could just tell there was a passion there in your voice. There was a determination there. And I really had to win it over because we had to pay for the course. Okay. And obviously I was still at school. I was working in Hollister in Buchanan Galleries. Okay. Um, it was a zero hour contract, so some weeks I wasn't really getting many hours and some weeks none at all, some weeks quite a lot. So I had to try and went her over and obviously coming from a just like a normal family my mum and dad aren't loaded you know yeah, so it was, it was a yeah, lot of money to ask and yep. um, she was like let me speak to your dad so it's, you know it's that exciting <laughs> feeling oh, we love jelly oh, we love her <laughs> I know she's benefited from my job more than me probably <laughs> um, and so yeah she spoke to my dad phoned me back and she said right I'm just off the phone uh, with someone at Clyde One and we've booked you a place on the course how good is so that? So excited! I know. Oh my goodness! Right, okay. I, I so remember where I was at the time. Yeah, I was where walking back from the bus, which dropped me off at a wee bus stop in Craiglin in Cumbernauld, and I was walking down to Mum and Dad's house, and I was like, "Ah, this is oh, so that's exciting. like the start of the rest of your life." Yeah. Always into it. So, yep. And the lady she was on the phone to was called Michelle, and it was Michelle and Courtney who ran the academy at the time, and I went there pretty much. It was the summer after my sixth year of high school, and learned for a week all about radio we did a bit of tv a bit of writing journalism got a feel for it but most importantly I got a contact in Clyde One and I kept pestering, <laughs> pestering. like I sent email after okay. email wanted work experience kept asking to come in and that paid off okay because I was then asked to come along to do like a it was a six or eight week apprenticeship on the breakfast show on Clyde 2 which was Robin Gallery at the time and so I was almost 19 so everyone all of my friends were going out every single you know most nights of the week and for eight weeks I was getting up at four in the morning and a few of them were kind of like you're not getting paid for this but for me I thought I don't care I don't just have a foot in the door I've got my two feet my whole head I'm right in the door so hokey cokey (laughs) your whole self in like I'm in Clyde One and I'm getting paid an experience and it sounds so cheesy but I was and people say when you work in media you start making the tea and I genuinely did start making tea yeah okay I was making Robin Gallery's tea yeah. Green tea with a of cold, cold water. I remember. Oh, was it remember? Yeah, <laughs> and I made producer Kieran's tea as well, and he's away over in New Zealand now working. And um, eight weeks, I sat in on the breakfast show, and my first on-air gig was a. <laughs> it was a feature called "What's in Joe's Box," right. and it was his co-host Joe, yeah. but she would work from the Edinburgh studio. <laughs> so the wee jingle would go, "Guess what's in Joe's box," <laughs> and I would hold the box against the mic. And shake it. <laughs> and I tell you what, my mum listened every morning to hear oh, the box shaking. Please. And she would text me saying, I just heard you shaking the box. I love that. How nice is that though? Like She's biggest such fan. She's a cheerleader. She is. It's amazing. And okay. just, she, I think she just could see the passion as well that I had for it. Yeah. So, woo, first on your gag, that was me <laughs> uh, on the road to my radio career, shaking a box. And yeah, after that, I was then literally took everything with both hands that I could get and yep. it was working for free for about 18 months to two years and it was volunteering with Cash for Kids so I still yep. vol- volunteer with now okay. Radio Clyde's charity it was doing street team stuff which is like I would go out oh my god I was a mascot I was flying in I was going out and getting Vox Pops which is like 
you have a little recording device and you'll go out and okay. you're maybe I remember there was one for Father's Day and it was like um, the best bit of advice your dad's given you so I would just volunteer myself I would go get the train from Clydebank into town right. and go round and ask loads of people and come back with the audio Okay. if there was tickets that needed taken to the SEC I'd be like I'll go drop them off come back what else can I do it's just being around Yes. but I think most importantly for me it was getting to know and understand what pieces of a jigsaw pieced together to make the whole puzzle that's radio right okay right. okay so i didn't just come in going i'm going to be the next george bowie yeah because people do that and they just get told where to go oh do they'll come they? in and go okay. oh i'm going to be in the breakfast show and they're not interested in anyone else i genuinely i had a passion i wanted to know so i got to know the on-air team yep I got to know the news team, yeah. the sports team. We make our own adverts and stuff at Clyde, so it was the, the ads team, the digital yeah. team, the sales team, and most importantly, just kind of letting them know I'm Amber and I want to be on air and yeah. I'm going to be, you're not getting rid of me, I'm yeah. going to be around. Yes. Yeah. And what a good way to do it. I know, so that's how I really got myself in. It was through the Bower Academy and then it was just elbows and knees, as I say, yeah. pushing, <laughs> pushing everything out of the way and just being like, you know, the hurricane that is Amber, I just came in and... And that was it. I mean, but you would have done everything so lovely because you've got such a lovely nature. So, Thank yes, you. well, she would have been a hurricane. I bet you people would have thoroughly enjoyed being around it. Yeah, definitely. And I think because I was quite young as well, it was, you know, having someone new and yeah. young and that had fresh ideas. A lot of energy. And and even though, you know, that was, what, about six years ago now and things like Instagram were relatively new yeah you know I yeah. don't even think like we're really a big deal yeah when I first started so it was just kind of having someone in that the knew a bit about that as well and could help out with things like that but while I was doing all of my volunteering there I also went to uni and studied English okay um which I think I listened to teachers too much right okay because they told me radio is a fickle industry and you know media is really hard to get into you're good at English pretty much go and do that and in a way I'm thankful for it because I did get my degree after yeah. three years and I did it but yeah. at the same time it's not the be all and end all there's so many different not. ways into the careers you want to do and see if you want to do it you need to just go for it and that's you what did, I did you need to try don't you because why regret yeah, not? but I also think a lot of people especially young people these days don't actually realise the sacrifices you need to you know give up to, to gain so yeah. like that eight weeks of my summer when all of my friends were out and I wasn't going out one night because I was up at four in the morning. Unpaid work, but it's, I knew it was going to get me somewhere. You just know something. Yeah. You know, and it's when, if you care about it that much, you need to, you do need to volunteer and you need to be willing to work for little or nothing yeah, to I know. You know give up time and you can't just expect to walk into a big breakfast show gig or something no I know especially in radio <laughs> especially in radio but you you did it and actually it's it's interesting because I'm speaking to, speaking to someone else but the exact same thing yeah. about the power of teachers and guidance teachers yes. especially um even like I'm a good bit older than you but even you know when I not was much in school, come on quite a bit <laughs> not at all <laughs> but even when I was at school and it, they were very vocal about you know yeah. that's not good and you'll never succeed in that and do something that's sensible, horrible isn't it just like, like that negative language and I'm not a fan of that but I also think jobs like radio aren't taken seriously but also jobs like beauty yeah you know hair and makeup yeah. nails yeah. it's all seen as it's not an established 
career. It's you know football, sports, it's not office, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, jobs. Working in a shop. I remember a teacher saying to me, you know, if you don't do well in your exams, you'll end up working at McDonald's. By the way, I wouldn't mind because what if you became a? I mean, I love McDonald's. Imagine <laughs> becoming a, McDonald's. Imagine being a manager there and working your way up, and you're like the CEO. Like, there's genuinely, if you've got a dream, you can't stop it. Your dream might be to be oh, a manager in Matalan and go for it. Like, I know. If we didn't have workers in retail and stuff, like, I know, and, that, and like you said, as well, like the I know someone that's like a manager in Lidl, and uh-huh. they get paid an yeah. absolute fortune exactly and you're, and you're so getting to meet new people every yes, day i know there, i just think there should be no judgment and people should right. do what they want to do but you very much so did and you yes. charge on and thank goodness for that because yep. now you're on air yeah. and we listen to you every day i know so talk about so talk about at what point did they then say right amber we're going to put you on air right so it was september of 2014 and I got a call to say, oh, can you come in? Like, we just want to speak to you about something. And I was like, oh, no, what have I done? <laughs> Went in. <laughs> and um, the boss at the time, Davey, and one of the producers said to me, you know, we've, we've got the cool ride to school just now. Yep. And um, Cassie hadn't long started on the breakfast show. Okay. Um, And she used to do it, but she couldn't obviously be on the breakfast show. And, and do yeah, that. the cool ride to school at the time. So the cool ride to school, basically, long story short, you get a, a kid on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then... All three names go in a hat, the name comes out the hat, and then the winner wins a trip on the Bonkers bus with me, 15 other pals, on the Thursday. Yeah. So it's good fun. It's really? a light feature. It's literally like a wee minute interview with a kid. Yeah. And they said to me, do you want to go and try it out and do it next week? And I was like, yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> Went out, just me and my iPhone. And they were like, right, just record something and send it in. So it was me, obviously 15 primary sixes, and I'm only like five foot two and three quarters. <laughs> so I was the same height as them all, and their mum and dad. And um, they're all watching me, the room go silent, and I press record. And I was like, I'm just going to have to go for it. Like, I want to be on air. So yes. just interviewed the kid. Easy stuff, you know, like what school would you go to? Yeah. What's your favourite thing? But that, for me at the time, was so nerve-wracking. Of course. I had to have a recording in for 10 past 8, and I was at the house by 25 past 7. I was just sitting outside the driveway like, oh, oh I don't you think they woke up yet? My <laughs> <laughs> mums and dads getting the kids all ready. <laughs> but that was my first uh, proper on-air experience when I was talking on-air, and I remember the buzz people messaging me, and, oh, was that you and Clyde Vaughn? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was me. Amazing. And I remember doing it and going straight to uni after it and just thinking... I don't care about this lecture. I don't give a damn. Like, I was on Clyde One this morning. This is massive. Yes. I used to listen to George when I was like, bless him, it makes him feel so old. But when I was going into Premier One and Two and Three, you know, I listened to George and now I'm on his show doing oh, this feature. And, amazing. You know, I'm still doing it now and that's been five years. Um, and it wasn't long after that, it was the December that they were really struggling. Someone was off sick and they were struggling for travel cover, for okay. traffic and travel. And again, it was Davy. I've got a lot to thank him for actually. And he said to me, took me in a wee room, and he was like, "What are you doing on Friday?" And I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm helping out, volunteering that cash for kids thing because I knew it was coming." And do you know that way, I thought I'm a bit nervous. Uh huh. And he went, "What oh, do you fancy doing? Traffic and travel, having a go?" And at the time, it was Noxie was there, and I remember her shouting, "Yes, do it, do it!" And I thought, right, okay, I'll just do it. And for me, I had said yes because I think. You need to just say yes and then freak out later. I yes. said yes and then went home and was like, Mum, what am I going to do? <laughs> you know? 
for, for me as well, it wasn't on that first travel shift, it wasn't speaking on here that worried me, it was getting the information wrong because I know okay. what Glasgow, um, <laughs> Glasgow folk are like, they'll be yeah. like, hen, that's not how you say that wrong. Uh, yeah, no, totally. That's it, my bet you didn't mention that. Yeah. But yeah, that's where the traffic and travel career all started was then and then I got offered the job permanently in the January and I remember I used to make up scripts of roadworks and things like two hours before I went into work right and just so that I had something to say because it was so new to me whereas now you know if, if you said to me I need a traffic and travel report in 20 seconds I would know where to look to get it and I could just do it and I could read the map of Glasgow at the back of my hand it's just you get so used to it yes. and I love Glasgow so much yeah. I do yeah. so I love knowing all the wee nooks and crannies and the busy spots and yeah um, it's definitely it's a good way to connect with listeners too because they phone in and yes. at the start the listeners were a great help telling me what names I was saying wrong or okay. where was a usual busy spot and then you become to know them and it's it's funny because they think that they are your pal and I guess they are in a way but because they hear you every day in their car they'll phone you and be like alright oh, Amber how's it yeah, going because like, they feel like they know you yeah and yeah. it's so nice that is it's lovely. really nice that's really nice yeah. so how does it work then so say like if you get a do you have the travel report written down on a bit of paper and then you read that? Because it's, see, when you're listening to it, yeah. it's like, it's quite rapid. And <laughs> you don't ever make a mistake. So I, I always think to myself, I wonder how Amber's doing that. Is she like reading it from something? Or, because it's so. I literally read it off of an interactive map. Right. So okay. the map basically it's like google, it's kind of like google maps when you when you put on the traffic system in google maps it comes up green if everything's running well right if it's kind of getting a bit slow but it's moving it's orange and if it's red it's busy okay and purple chock-a-block not moving so it's kind of like that it's color coded right okay but if you gave me a map right now the interactive one i could do it and i could tell you but that took i mean that's five years yeah, it's taken that's a lot five of work years of i used to yeah. write it all down so i used to look kind of 20 minutes before and I would start to piece it all together and I would write down you know the M8 West is busy from here to there yes um, and do that but now I can read it off the map the only thing I tend to write down are things like roadworks okay or travel calls that I get into somebody and I type them on my computer okay. so I've usually got like two screens in front of me I've got the studio PC yeah and I've got my Mac and if somebody phones in with something so if it was you you know a lot of phones in yeah. and say that it's really busy on the M8 I'll write that down and then have a look at the queue and tie it all in. But because uh, I do it every day, yeah. you do get so used to it. Yeah. And when we get, sometimes we get people in shadowing or who want to cover and things, and it's trying to break it all down for them. I think, God, it's actually really complicated. Yeah, but you just, of course You do it, it every single day and it's second nature to you. It's fun. Amazing. And have you ever made any, like, any kind of big, like, I, I, that would be my fear because I think <laughs> I'll just make so much mistakes. Have you ever made anything that you've... Do you know what? The only thing... That I did, um, it was must have been about three or four years ago now. Sometimes we get weather warnings in, so okay. you know if it's going to be really icy, I'll see yep. this in the Met Office have issued a warning for ice tonight. Just take care if you're out in the roads. Yep. And they had issued a yellow warning for snow. Okay. And I said the Met the Met <laughs> Office have issued a warning for yellow snow <laughs> and I couldn't hold it and I just burst out laughing and I went and you know on radio you don't really correct yourself you just kind of move on but I couldn't help it I went I don't mean yellow snow uh, you don't want to eat that oh, no went, it's a yellow warning for snow and everyone in the office a few people clipped it off and they've still got it in their inboxes now brilliant it. Oh, but that's the biggest one I love one. stuff like yeah. that 
And even at that, that's not like it's that's, funny it's though because people yeah. laughed along and they were. Yeah, they were that, just... That's what I love as well when you're on air. It's like the interaction you get, the tweets and stuff. Because okay. it sounds so silly, but when you're in a studio and it's just you and someone else, you forget people can hear you. Yeah, you genuinely 100%. do. Even though it's radio, you're just chatting like yep. us chatting right now. Yeah. And then someone will tweet you, go, I can't believe you just said Yellowstone. You go, ah, Jimmy's heard in his van. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's fun. I can imagine that like, Clyde especially because it's so, like, the Glasgow people like to get involved, don't they? So I can imagine you get a lot of Definitely. messages. They and... love to get involved. Yes. Yeah, they do. And they're all lovely. And you do get, you get your regular people who phone in and who tweet you and message you and so you'll save them to your kind of phone log in the studio and you go, all right, Nick, how you doing? Oh, and it's, it is nice because you do establish friendships and stuff. And it's funny because it's radio, if you're kind of out and about and somebody will say, oh, Amber, like, yeah. they want a wee selfie or just, sometimes they just chat, how's things? And I go, I'm looking at them thinking, hey, like, well, no, good, good, how do I know you, how do yeah, I know you? Know. And they'll say, oh, I listen every day and you go, oh, bless you. Like, I know. They just, know who you are it's lovely it Glasgow's it's, just such a people make Glasgow I know people make Glasgow but it is a showbiz role that you're in and people like yeah. to and when you do listen you do get to know like your wee stories yeah you, you chat well, away, it, which is great yeah and at the start it was just traffic and travel that yeah. I was doing and I did that for about mm, two years maybe and then really wanted in on the show more so I would come in and the it's called a link like okay when, when you're chatting it's your link so the link before travel I would be in talking to Grant, who's the main presenter of the show. Okay. Um, and then I could chip in a bit, and I loved it. And I just, again, elbows and knees, in a nice, <laughs> delicate way, got myself into that co-host role. And so now it's the full show that, that I'm in so on. Good. And chatting, and I can actually, because I've got something to say, I've got an opinion. So, of course you do. And it's good to have that. And yeah. It's a kind of light and shade. You know, someone, if he maybe says something, and I have something else to say or disagree slightly, it's it's... It's nice good. to have it because it's just human conversation. It's good. Not only are you a co-host on Clyde, you've also got a brilliant social media following and a really engaged social media following. Yes. So do you think, does that come part and parcel with doing the job or is that something that you do kind of of your own accord? I think it's a mixture of both because I sometimes feel that, you know, I'm very grateful for the job that I've got and I'm grateful for events and things that I get invited along to because of the job and the platform I've got. Um, however, I think, you know, Clyde never asked for social media and things. Okay. I've just kind of built up. That on your own accord. On my own. Yeah. yeah. I really, I think, because I find social media is just, it can be such a positive platform. Yes. And like I was saying earlier about Fern Cotton, she's used hers in such a positive way. I yeah. wanted to use mine in a positive way. And I think if you've got followers, and you know, I've, the followers I've got just now, it's like just over 12,000 amazing but I've built that up so I've been on Clyde for five years so yep. it is and I've said this to so many people have said to me how do you get followers as some people you can post one post and you can have a hundred thousand but for me it has just been really organically yeah people getting to know you like that becoming your pal yeah. on air yeah and they'll follow you and it's not I'm not bothered by numbers don't bother me it's knowing that I'm reaching an audience that's local yes so when I look at my statistics and things my followers it's something it's literally something like 80 or 85 percent it's Glasgow and Scotland and they're also I know that they're all like my people yes exactly and that matters more to me yes. than having followers all over the world and yep. a million followers because it's so nice to know yeah and the amount of 
engagement that you get with people messaging you saying oh I was there or I like that shop or where's this from where's that from and I'm a huge supporter of local business you really are like yeah you I definitely are supporter. see whether it's clothes or candles or hair accessories or something you know I know your cousin Mad does my hair you know and, <laughs> Shout I, will, out to uh-huh, and I will always always post about it because I think just people need a champion and they need someone to post about them and to really yeah. say you know shout out about them and say this is what they're doing and this is what I love about them yeah and so it's so nice for me when someone messages you know where did you get that scarf and I can say oh it's actually a wee boutique on Paisley Road West and they go oh my god like that's just in the notes for me yes. it's so nice to be able to do that whether it's restaurants or you know makeup anything at all so that's kind of how I started growing the social media was local business and it's yep. still a huge focus for me um, and again it was it's kind of away from Clyde but I could entwine it so for example you know I was maybe hosting like a fireworks event yep but I would wear like a dress from a local company so yes. you're saying you know I'm hosting Paisley fireworks for Clyde one and then wearing this dress you know and it's just doing it yeah and I think a lot of the time as well because I hate the word influencer but I like to try and influence positivity and yep. charity and you know yep. local business things like that instead of just you know, going out and drinking cocktails in a nice dress, which I think is lovely, and you know, girls and guys that do that, it's fab. But for me, I just wanted it to be a positive platform. Absolutely, and that's the yeah. difference, I guess, from Insta famous people who are making a career yeah. out of the going out. It's and, amazing and wearing for them. The like, well, of course, it's it is. Brilliant. It's a proper industry in itself. But you're, mm-hmm. as you said earlier on, if your idol's wearing cotton and she's using her platform for, yeah. then that's the route that you've gone down with it. I think as well. I just think if you've got all of these followers, you know, there are some people I see who've got like three, four hundred thousand. And I just think I've just got such a passion for what they could do with that. I think you could influence, you know, there must be a charity close to your heart or yeah. something that's affected you or your family. Like post about it or, you know, do yeah. something with that charity because, you know, I recently in January became an ambassador for Marie Curie UK and see when I looked on that website, yeah. like the other ambassadors, it's like Frankie Bridge from the Saturdays and I'm on the same page uh, under celeb ambassadors and it's like Amber from Clyde One and I'm going, this is surreal. That is amazing. But again, it's getting the word out about that charity yeah. and it's, you yeah. know, that's a hugely close charity to my heart and yeah. um, I, th- I just think it's with the, the negative social media hand in hand comes the positive and I think yeah. the positive can outweigh it you know if you've got so many followers and yeah. you can especially young people there's so many young people that follow me and I think they don't really have that local influence if you like that they can look up to yeah because I'm just a girl from Cumbernauld who's now on the radio and you know that's for them that I love that because I'll go out to schools and chat to them about it Such in my free time. a story for them to hear, I yeah. I liked in that and volunteering yeah. and chatting in schools because then they say, you know, she's willing to come out and talk to us about this and I could do that too. And yeah. I wish I had someone to do that with me. So when I was younger, so I kind of want to be that person to them and say, yes. don't listen to anyone because you can do it because I did it. Oh, I love that. I love that. And you've also got a blog as well. You're really, yeah. you're active on your blog yeah, as like, well. Yeah, I do like writing. You do. You do amazing pieces and you did a really great thing on the Glasgow Girls Club as oh, well. Oh, it's just so good. No, but that was honestly so, so good. So that's invaluable content as well for spreading like like positivity, talking yeah. about Marie Curie, talking about your shopping local brands. Definitely. Like so, and it's a hard work. It's so hard, Blogging isn't is it? hard work. Yeah. yeah. And it's difficult, I think, you know, getting things right. And I, I find sometimes it's almost like mini blogs are 
both your Instagram stories, you know, because yes. I love an Instagram yep. story and mine sometimes go on and on for hours and I'll chat away. Um, and people say, how can you just chat to the camera? But the amount of people that I have made do it. Yeah. Like, I remember um, Leanne uh, from All Eyes On Me and she they do my lashes and I love them. And I had said to her, you need to get on there and do videos. And she's like, I don't know. And now she's never off doing them. That's and it's good. amazing. Like, it's good. so good. Everybody loves a so video. I, I find that they're like little mini blogs. Yeah. But also your captions. I think if you've got a big following, and I don't in any way think I've got a big following. You know, some people have massive following. Oh, you've got a brilliant following. But if you've got that following, why not write a positive message under your photos that people are seeing? You know, some people might scroll past and just like it, but yeah. some people will stop and read it. Yes. And it might make a difference to them, you know, whether... Because yeah. I had done one a few weeks ago about... I'd actually just wanted to throw my phone out the window. I was feeling a bit anxious, feeling a bit rubbish. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my hair needs a wash, don't care. I'm throwing it up and I'm going out tonight. It's fine. And it's just, you know, a little message that you're a real person too. Because yeah. I, I know we kind of spoke a bit earlier on off the podcast about... Um, social media just being your highlights yeah it's quite important as well to be a real person I did this oh my god I'm in no way a model and I hate like see like photo shoots and stuff that aren't branding ones I hate them and bless like one of my friends had asked me to do this bridal photo shoot for her and I thought I'm helping out a pal yeah and I did it and I felt like so uncomfortable because that's just not me oh you're the and you so many beautiful. people messaged me being like oh my god you've got a great job so I actually ended up putting up a story saying, like, I felt so uncomfortable. And it's just to let yep. you know, like, I'm not, you know, getting my violin out, but it's just to say, I get, I get insecure too, you know. Everyone yeah, does, everybody it's not, does, I know. It's not always what you see on the camera. Like, you might love the photo, but I felt really awkward in front of my camera and I yeah. don't know how to pose unless I'm just standing smiling and my mum's taking the photo. She's like, the mean girl's mum. She's like, move this way, that way. But I actually felt really awkward. So okay. I think a lot of people were like, well, I didn't realise that. Yeah, it's like knowing the truth. Yeah. Because you do, you would maybe have seen the shoot and they would have been like, oh, wow. Yeah. Amber's so confident. Mm-hmm. And which is, and it's a lovely thing to be confident, but that would yeah. maybe make them feel like, well, I could never do that. But actually, if you're saying, yeah. I felt so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like it's not and like conf- a... Do you know, confidence is great and it's something that I think we all have within us and you need to find your inner confidence but sometimes we all do have insecurities of course things we don't like about ourselves yep. or don't feel comfortable doing and that's important to say as well especially if you're you know a, an influencer on instagram and things yep. and because you've got younger impressionable people following you that are yeah, yeah. because i've even got like my wee cousin i mean it's a private account and our, i know our mum's kind of she makes sure it's okay and things but she's only 10 and she follows me as well and, and she's always replying to what I'm doing bless her and she's Aww. you know she's just so lovely but I think what she's seeing from this you know yeah it's really important the messages that she's yeah. getting yeah oh no that sounds so good okay well I can see you doing like lots more on social because you're as just as I say you're someone that you follow and you get the positivity you get the things out with the norm that you see yeah. on some accounts so Oh, that's amazing. Right, okay, so tell us then what's to come because you've got massive news. It's so exciting. Like, I feel right now like I've got butterflies in my stomach. Oh, bless you. Yeah, so I am leaving Clyde One. Like, that is like massive news. Massive news. Right, okay, tell us about it. I have now got my own drive time show. Across Glasgow and Edinburgh. And it's just you, like you are It's the... just me. And it's with oh. a brand new radio station called Pure. Oh my God. Right, well, firstly, massive <laughs> congratulations. Because <laughs> that so is exciting. massive. Thank you. 
So tell us I feel you... like I've not properly said it out loud. I know by the time this podcast goes out, I will have, but it's You'll like, see. oh, I can't believe this. Um, yeah, so it's, I have been quite open about the fact that I feel radio is a, a male-driven industry. Yep. You know, there are a lot of brilliant females coming through, you know, shout out to the mogs, they're all doing bloody amazing. But I feel there's a lack of females doing their own show. Yep. And the lineups are predominantly male. And 100%. a lot of the time you've got a male with a female on the side. Yep. Who's giggling or chipping in now and again. And I've now been given this opportunity to just boss it and just be a female on my own show with no man, no one else, just me and my opinions and my chat and my tunes. That is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so excited so for you. I. And everyone else that I'm up against, if you like, they're all my pals. I love them all, but they're all male. Yes. So, I'm the only female. That is that's actually, exciting. that's so exciting. <laughs> I know, it is. So when do you think you'll be making the move then? Oh, probably sometime soon. Sometime, yeah, right, yeah. okay. So that is like... I know, Crazy it's properly like, exciting because it's, it's having that platform that is just yours, you know. And don't get me wrong, I'm bloody terrified. But it's I'm good terrified. To be, it's, it's good to be like that though, I think. It shows you care, doesn't it? Yeah. A little bit of nerves. But you have to go with your gut. And I, I love Clyde One and I always will. And I love the family that I've made there. And yep. I, you know, I, like I say, I've been there since I was straight out of school. So really fresh blood. That was me, just straight in. Yeah. Um, but for me right now, this is the best opportunity. It's a fab challenge for me. It's something new. It's my own show. Because I've got, like I was saying earlier, I've got something to say. Of course you do. Um, and... You know, it's a challenge work because working with someone, you're just, you know, like you and I just now, we're just chatting yeah. on your own. You need to have that beginning, middle, and end, and yes. get everything. You know, sort your calls, sort your content, sort your social media, your tunes, your buttons. It's a challenge, but it's a challenge that I'm so up for. You're so ready. You're ready for, for this. Yeah. So, oh my, and it will allow you to be so creative as well. I know. Because it it's like literally you, it's your show. Yeah, you and can... it's a brand new station too, and there's so many other talented people that are working on it. I okay. can't wait to work with them, and it's just it's very much having my own platform to again use positively. Yes, social media as well. You know what I'm like. I'll be yeah, tweeting and Instagram and all the time, but it's having that platform to openly chat about what yeah. you want to and your opinions and. Getting people on that you want to talk to yeah. and just enjoying having your own freedom and creativity. Oh my goodness, so that'll be and fine. features and fun features things. Features and fun things and you can create all of that. Yeah. Like, Every day. I mean, wow, it's Monday massive. to Friday between four and seven. How good will that be I know. It will. It's, it is so exciting. I can't quite believe it, but at the same time, you know... You know that way females always have imposter syndrome. You always yes. do that. And I think, no, I actually have earned this. You know, I, I deserve to be here. Like, wait till people listen to this story that you've told about working for 18 months, doing yeah. absolutely everything, and then working up the ladder. But that's all I can say as well. You need to know your worth. Yeah. And you need to do it in a in a way that's, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've never, ever burned any bridges. I've never fallen out no. with anyone. I lo- and, you know, whether it's, because in, in radio, there are so many different big companies, you know, yep. companies like Bauer, DC Thompson, Global, and I have never fallen out, not liked, spoke badly of anyone that works for the stations because you don't know who you're going to work with, who you're no, going to work you for, who course. you're going to come across. I, I really think it pays off to be a nice person. Yes. So I think you just have to you have to know what you want and know your worth, but do it in a way that's not arrogant or cocky. Yep. 
you know, just be you. But I also think, I do think biding your time is important. Because yes. if I had come in and want, I'm going to get my own show straight away, I wouldn't have been ready. I'd have looked like a tit. You know, <laughs> you, you do I don't have think to. You could look like a tit. Maybe it's, maybe I'd. You know, I've done it by the book, but I've went through the kind of academy, got a wee feature, traffic and travel, co-host, and now it's moving on to a new station to do my own show, and it feels like it's the right time. Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited for you. And like you were saying, like, I maybe didn't notice in the past about the male presenters, but certainly over the past few years, it's been something that I have really, really noticed that it's always maybe like, the man on the the big pictures, the man on the poster, yeah. and the smaller pictures, the female, or the and the um, show is maybe called like man and female, you know, instead of female and man or both yes. of them together. It's always you know, yeah. it's just the male's name. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. I think I do think times are changing, and I know yeah. a lot of people that are championing females. Yeah. To be in the industry and have a voice, but for me right now, this was this was an opportunity that. Although it was heartbreaking to leave the people that I've got at Clyde and yeah. the family I've got there, it was an opportunity that I thought, I cannot pass this up. No. And just as well, I think it's to champion females and to say, right, look at this. I can do this, so so can you. You know, I really want people to believe in themselves, and oh, especially so ex- females. So exciting. It is, isn't it? I know. Do you know what? I think females in different industries, I think... We deserve praise, but I think sometimes it's almost like um, it's like a shocked kind of praise that people will say, "Oh, no, it was a it was a female producer, it was a female director, oh, oh a female, almost like yes. I can't believe she's been able to do that. She's a female, well done. She should be at home. Yeah, you know. So it's almost yeah. like oh, no, she's a female presenter getting a show now. Yeah. That's great. You wouldn't say if it was a male. You wouldn't say oh, it's a male producer by the way, or it's a male presenter. No, you would never. It's almost like overly praising, which we do deserve, but it should just be normalized. Uh, yeah, it should and be. Although it's it's becoming, and I'm so passionate about it, you can probably tell. I think it's becoming. More normal, we're still far away from where it should be. Oh, quite, yeah, absolutely. So I'm not sitting quiet in the corner. <laughs> oh, that is so Getting ex- out there. So exciting. So I exciting. I can't wait. Oh, wow. It's a new challenge, and it's also a new area for me, Edinburgh too. Yeah, so you're covering both cities both now? Both cities, Central Belt, yeah, Glasgow and Edinburgh. So always, obviously, still a Glasgow girl. But, but still, like you say, totally exciting. I know, my boyfriend works in radio too and I'll be stealing his gigs and Edinburgh. I'll be going, oh no, I'm on there as well now. Give that me is that. so good. So right, okay, so that's amazing then. So that's your next your, your next step yeah. in your dream. Your I feel dream. so excited. Oh my goodness, so what if, if we were to say then, what would be your ultimate dream? Like you're, you're, you're like nailing everything that you're doing. Oh, but thank you. Say you could have like your job in radio and you yep. could have another job as well, or mm-hmm. like what would be your absolute ultimate dream? Kids TV. Kids TV. <laughs> yeah. You'd be so good on kids TV. Do you know I've always wanted to do that as well, and I think because I do believe if you if you send out mixed messages to the universe, you get mixed messages back, and I'm probably sometimes a bit like that. I'm probably okay. like I want to be on radio, I want to be on telly, I want a magazine column, I want this, <laughs> and the universe is probably like, what the hell, pick one. But I do kind of want to be a media butterfly because I think, why the hell not? You know, yes. if, I, if I've done this, why can't I do that too? Yes. So I would like to have my radio show. I'd like to have a kids' TV show. I'd like to write a column. Yes. Because why not? Why not? Why, like, why not? Exactly. There's no reason. <laughs> that is so good. But yeah, that would be my dream is to have that as well. But then if you look at, if you look at, this, like, 
the role model Fern Cotton or other females yeah. in the industry that have done something similar and been like a media butterfly like that same yeah. they have covered so all. many amazing people you know Jean Cat Harvey yes yeah they're all, amazing people they're all doing to it to look up to and do you know what else I really want to do is Panto I would love to do Panto I can't believe you've not done Panto I, do you know what I'm a great singer when I'm on my own and when I see the night you sing in front of someone, it just goes. Honestly, I try and tell everyone I'm actually really good on my own, but I think it's probably the singing voice. <laughs> I bet, I bet, I bet you're really good. You're just, you're just critical of yourself. But then it could be like a funny character that's got a rubbish singing voice. Because I, I love so Christmas, good. I'm basically an elf. <laughs> That's what I can't wait for too. I can have Christmas features and <laughs> build a little grotto in the studio. I'm so excited to hear about your features. Yeah, I know. Like, cause that's cause there'll be things that you have to fully research and yeah. pull together for your show. Any help is welcome. Well, that's good. Someone actually suggested to me the other day, it was one of my friends, and she said, What about because I was actually was in Maggie Mays and I went to the toilet and I came out and I said, Oh, Sorry, I was just chatting away. I said there was a girl I loved her blouse and she told me she was on her first date and she said, Oh, am I dressed all right? I don't know if it's too low cut. And I went, No, you look great. And my friend said to me, Why don't you do that as a feature? Like compliments in the girls' bathrooms. And I thought maybe there's something in that because oh, that's so good. Actually. You know, there's always you always find that your biggest champions are the girls in the bathroom oh, and the air. I love your shoes, I love your hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice though, isn't it? Yeah. It's good to it's build so each nice. other up. Oh, I'm so excited to hear what's coming next. I can't wait. And how do we find out? How do we get the radio station to listen to? It'll be on a digital platform, so it'll be on like the app, on your phone, on your digital radio, on yeah, your car, on yeah. Alexa. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'll be tuning in for sure. <laughs> but I feel like I could hear your wee Alexa through the kitchen just going bing when you say her name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but she, oh, that, that, that girl listens, honestly. They listen to you, don't they? They proper it in my watch as well, just oh. pure talks at random times, and I'm like, so not good. I was doing an event recently, and yeah. it was a guy, and he was doing a... Um, like a digital marketing yeah. workshop which was really really good oh amazing and I just asked him a question and he answered it and then my watch just went I still do not understand <laughs> and I was like oh my why god why did that have to happen that time so they definitely do oh that's funny I know but soon you'll be on you'll be yeah, on the Alexa through there Alexa I know bossing it and do you know what it took me it's taken me a long time to blow my own trumpet and then I realised nobody else is going to blow it for me. No. Like, you need to do it. You need to do it. You need to be bold, you need to believe in yourself, be confident, um, but never lose the sense of who you are and where you're from. Because yes. I want to be that girl that people say, oh my God, she's in the radio, but I saw her in Lidl. You know, I don't want to be... You're oh, just, you're, you'll always yeah. be that kind of... You'll be like a proper like entertainer and in and, and, and the showbiz industry, but always be the girl next door. Yeah, I think like the I relatable. Junior Hansen's really like that, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's so like brilliant. That. I know she is. She's just so. She's a great role model. Authentic. Yeah, isn't that's she? That's what I love, though. Yeah. The authenticity and not losing where you're from. Yeah. And I love Glasgow. Oh, I know. We all we we do. We love Glasgow, don't love we? Love it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right. Well, Amber, it's been so amazing chatting to you and hearing your really inspirational story. I'm sure there'll be girls listening to us thinking, I can do it now. Oh yeah, and you can. can. Always believe in yourself. They'll be in there with their knees. Don't let anyone tell you no. Yes, (laughs) elbows and knees all the way. Push all those obstacles out your way because don't let anything get in the way of what you want. How do you overcome, so if we were to end on a question, like how do you overcome, because you're such a positive person Mm -hmm. and every time that I meet you, like your positivity rubs off in me and it's like you've got a lovely energy. But how do you stay so positive or how do you overcome like the negative thoughts that might come into I have 
a few ways. I just have a very positive outlook on life. I yep. always try and see the good in every situation, yep. which can be hard if you've got maybe a, a friend or a colleague or someone who doesn't see the world the way you do. You need to just appreciate, you know, everyone's different. And yeah. Not everyone sees the world through your eyes, but you need to see the good in every situation. But also, my mum gave me two really good bits of advice when I was okay. growing up. And so, one of them was to if you go into a room and stuff don't ever shrink in the corner just you know shoulders back chest out head up smile on yeah if you've got a smile on your brain automatically follows your body language okay and your brain my mum was pure ahead of her time by the way like oh, you know so she she was so saying good. she used to say just your brain will follow yeah and just pretend you're confident and eventually you'll feel it and you'll be like i can do this and also she used to always say to me and she still does if you come across an obstacle in your life, if you put the word only in front of it, it really changes the meaning. So if it was a test, she'd say, just keep saying to yourself, it's only a test. And say okay. it loud, it's only a test. And then you okay. go, me and it laughing, it's only a test. It's only a test. Yeah. It's only a driving test. Okay. It's only a driving test. So it's only a radio show. Okay. It's only a radio show. I'm only talking. When you say only, your brain changes the way it processes yes. it. Yes. Because if you say, shit, it's my own radio show. You yeah, go, oh my god, I'm panicking. Scared. Yeah, but, but if yeah. you say it's only a radio show, like, you go, that's you're, all you're that is. Yeah, you're you're, than exactly. Yeah. So it's a positive mentality. So I've always had that growing up with my mum. So oh, I love it. She's like a wee positive girl. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> well, next time I'm feeling low, I'm going to be giving Jelly in a shout. Definitely <laughs> do it. She's great at her pep talks. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, well, listen, thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thank you for I'm having really me. really excited about what's to come for you. I know, you too. We'll maybe do another podcast when you're into the role Definitely. and see how you're getting on yeah, let's and do it. follow that journey. Uh-huh, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be plastered all over social media anyway. Oh, oh brilliant. <laughs> you won't I'll be able to get away from it. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's amazing, Amber. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Speak to you soon. Bye.